Good morning, it's Monday, March 1st, and this is the Herald Review's Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other important things going on in our community. Today, lack of clarity around border crossing laws have left humanitarian aid workers with potential problems in Agua Prieta. But first, a quick message from our sponsor. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Before we begin, some local history. The Arizona copper mine strike of 1983 began as a bargaining dispute between the Phelps Dodge Corporation and a group of union copper miners and mill workers. It lasted nearly three years and resulted in replacement of most of the striking workers and decertification of the unions. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Also, the Daily Chirp podcast is giving away five Amazon Echo Dots, one every month now through July. You can enter for your chance to win twice a day. Today's code is LUCKY, and find the other code word in our e-newsletter. To enter the sweepstakes, go to myheraldreview.com. Again, today's code word is LUCKY. Now our feature story. But the fact is that, look, we should not be locking people up. We should be making sure we change the circumstance, as we did, why they would leave in the first place. And those who come seeking asylum, we should immediately have the capacity to absorb them, keep them safe until they can be heard. Humanitarian aid workers are discouraging Mexicans from flocking to Agua Prieta and other towns bordering Arizona, telling them this stretch of the southwest border is still closed to migrants. While the Biden administration has let hundreds of Mexican asylum seekers into the U.S. earlier this month through Tijuana, Juarez, and Matamoros, that's not the case along the border in Arizona. Beto Ramos, the coordinator of two main centers in Agua Prieta that process and house migrants who are seeking asylum, told us, quote, There is misunderstanding and there is misinformation. While the Centro de Recursos para el Migrante has been helping people seeking asylum with everything from paperwork to obtaining clothing or supplies, Ramos says the only people the U.S. will accept are those who applied for asylum under the Migrant Protection Protocol policy in 2019. He wants to be clear, that is not happening here, and we are telling people do not come to Agua Prieta. Right now, there are six Mexican families waiting who want to seek asylum in the U.S., but who are not enrolled in MPP. A member of one of those families is 28-year-old Yajera Rosique Chable and her 5-year-old son, Aslan. Chable and her child have been living at that center in the heart of Agua Prieta for a year. They're hoping that with President Biden, things will change. On Biden's first day in office, the Homeland Security Department suspended the policy for new arrivals. Since then, some asylum seekers picked up at the border have been released in the U.S. with notices to appear in court. But according to an article in The Guardian, the Department of Homeland Security said the move, quote, should not be interpreted as an opening for people to migrate irregularly to the United States. Administration officials have said repeatedly that the vast majority of people who cross the border illegally are quickly expelled under a public health order in place since the pandemic struck in March. 
And Ramos wanted us to know that many people have been crossing illegally from Mexico into Arizona lately, and he wouldn't be surprised if coyotes, those who smuggle people into the U.S. illegally, are telling people in Mexico that the Biden administration has opened the border. But regardless of what people are being told in Mexico, the lifting of Trump-era prohibitions could spark an influx of migrants into Arizona. And Douglas Mayor Donald Hewish said that could be a mix of both asylum seekers and individuals who are trying to enter illegally. The mayor says he is concerned. He has met with the Mexican consul in Douglas, as well as with Adams and Border Patrol officials. Now, they're trying to secure volunteers in the community who will help. The situation is frustrating for Hewish, who said the federal government created these laws, yet they will do nothing to help cities like Douglas deal with an influx of migrants. And back in Agua Prieta, Ramos and both migrant centers have been receiving calls from people in the country asking if the border is open and if they can travel. According to Hewish, it seems like a policy without a plan. To stay up to date on this story and more, visit MyHeraldReview.com. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Join Prestige Senior Living on March 18th at 1 p.m. Pacific Time for a free fall risk webinar. Our senior fitness expert will provide you with the resources you need to reduce your risk of falling and help you fall-proof your home. Visit PrestigeCanHelp.com to register today. Now, we'd like to highlight Pastor Clea McCaw of Sierra Vista First Church of God in Christ. Brought to you by Apex Network Physical Therapy in Benson and Sierra Vista. They're doing more than just treating patients. They're helping patients get back to living their daily lives. Using extensive knowledge, their therapists treat each patient one-on-one, focusing on individual care. To learn more, go to apexnetworkpt.com. We asked Pastor Clea McCaw about his hopes and goals now that he is the new president for the local NAACP chapter. Among his many, many goals, he told us that locally, the idea is to be more visible in the community and to assure the public is educated as they promote racial equity within community economic development. They'll also focus on strengthening the economic fabric by supporting the creation and growth of individual wealth building and supporting small businesses. Next, an upcoming event in our community that you should know about. Brought to you by our sponsors, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative. You are probably spending a lot more quality time at home these days, keeping you and your family safe. And that can present some opportunities that you usually don't experience. Like maybe laughing together at a funny movie, or screaming together at a scary movie, pitching in to make a special dinner, or maybe you're keeping in touch with friends and relatives and other places on your devices. And it just so happens that many of the activities we're sharing with each other are made possible by electricity. At Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, we know that you are depending on us both for fun and serious needs. And we want you to know that we're here for you day and night, sunshine or storm, easygoing times or trying times like now, making sure you're getting the power that you need every day to meet your needs. For over 85 years, through all kinds of tough times, we've been there for our members. And even though you may not see us, we're here for you now. Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, owned by those we serve. Tomorrow, join the SBDC at Cochise College to learn more about international trade and the Arizona State Trade Expansion Program grant from the Senior VP of International Trade at the Arizona Commerce Authority. The keynote speaker is Kevin O'Shea. The Zoom event is completely free and begins at 10 a.m. For questions, give them a call at 520-515-5492. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Roberta Merwin, also known as Katie, from St. David. 
Katie was born in Cleveland, Ohio, and married Douglas Merwin in 2003 in Colorado Springs. Katie took joy in joining with her husband in ministering to hurting people through Truth in Love Ministries. She was actively involved in ministering to children throughout her life and loved singing hymns about her precious Lord. Surviving are her beloved husband, three stepchildren, six grandchildren, sister, nephew, and two nieces. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Katie's life. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. We asked, you answered. What is your motive for joining this forum? Neighbor Wayne said, I like the fact it's monitored and has real journalism input. The primary reason is that respectful communication is mandatory and we have it. It's hometown content. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com.